You're listening to the Karen 10 Podcast, where we bring our alumni back inside Karen University in just 10 minutes. On today's podcast, our first married couple as guests, Sayal and Valera Park. Uh, they're going to be an essential part of a particular event at this year's homecoming on September 29th, our first ever homecoming fishing derby, which we're really excited about. And I'm really grateful for their uh, participation and helping to lead that event. So more on that later. But first, uh, I just thought it'd be interesting for any alumni listening to this to hear a bit more about these two current Karen students that it's been a privilege for me to get to know and to see around uh, and to talk with. So uh, Valera and Sayal, thanks for joining us here on the podcast. Oh, thank you for having us. Yeah, a pleasure to be a part of this. So Valera, maybe let's start with you. Um, I know a little bit more about uh, sales background. We're actually geographically, you and I don't live too far apart from where we hail from <laughs> right. up in the northern regions. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Valera, how did you come to Cairn and when and what were the circumstances that brought you here to the university? I am actually an international student. I'm from Russia and I've been here to date Um, a little over 11 years. So I graduated from high school here, and then I actually went to the University of the Arts to study writing for film and television. And then that's in Center City, Philadelphia. Um, But then about maybe after a year or so, my brother was already going to, back then, PBU, and uh, he was a business major. And um, I found out that there is an English program at Cairn, and it would be more affordable. It would actually be a Christian education. And um, I think by that time, I was kind of really wanting something like that. And um, so I transferred over into Cairn, and that worked out very nicely. Graduated spring 2016 uh, with my uh, Bachelor of Art in English, and then worked in the ARC um, as a presidential intern. And then after that, became a grad assistant uh, at the School of Liberal Arts and Sciences. So I uh, work there, uh, assisting the faculty, and then also I teach a class, ENG 021, and um, also do my grad studies for my Master of Art in Religion here Hmm. at Cairn. Sale, how about you? How did you get to Cairn? Yeah, I came to America from South Korea as a sophomore, and I came here and I first interacted with Cairn admission counselor when I was at Salem Christian. It's in Makanji up north a little bit from like hour and 20 minutes from here. And first of all, I thought I was called to be a pastor because my thought of being a Christian was if you're a good Christian, you know, you must be a pastor. But, you know, a life-changing moment happens um, when I went to a leadership conference in Washington, D.C., and Karen was one of the biggest supporters. And that year they spoke, topic was called God's Calling. And then there were like rocket science people, scientists, all kinds of different people in background and jobs. And they were saying, you don't have to be a pastor to be a good Christian. And um, you don't have to serve God just in that you know Christian church ministry. You can serve God anywhere. And then as soon as I heard that, like, I have a passion for business. Um, both of my parents are business owners, and I want to provide value to people. Um, and then, you know, there was a basketball aspect too. I was playing basketball, and I got recruited to a couple different small schools, and Karen was one of them. So my basketball coach actually was the one to show me around the school, not necessarily just to play basketball. There was secondary, but uh, to find a really good school that um, fits my needs. So that's and how I got you're to You're a current business student? Business right? students, yeah, yeah. Um, pursuing 
my MBA degree. Mm-hmm. So it may seem like an odd segue to go from all of that into fishing. But <laughs> part of the reason that you're here is because uh, we had discussed we have great homecoming events every year, and we have this pond on campus. And I don't know, I mean, we used to do some things with you know, people building boats and such, and, <laughs> and that happened. That's kind of come and gone. But we wanted to use it again, and we thought, well, how about trying some fishing? And then we said fishing, and then you two came to mind. So <laughs> how does that happen? How, and what, what has been your fishing pilgrimage as a couple? Is this something that you've had a passion for for years, Sale, that you brought Valera into? Or tell us about that. She actually fishes really well, so she oh. can probably take over this part. Okay. <laughs> um, well, I'm not the one who, uh, I guess, started this whole thing. Sale definitely has a great passion for it, a lot of knowledge um, that he actually conceals, I would say. Mm. But uh, he's very knowledgeable about fishing. And uh, when we became friends, he started um, just familiarizing me, I guess, with his interests, and one of them was fishing. To me... Fishing has not been part of my life for a long time, ever since I left my hometown. My hometown is uh, on an island of Russia. It's called Sakhalin. It's very close to Japan. So you have, you know, the Pacific Ocean, and then you have the uh, Yellow Sea or whatever you want to call it, uh, the Ahotskaya uh, Sea. So, you know, marine life is so abundant there. It's one of the best <coughs> fishing spots in the world. The Japanese always covet that uh, piece of, um, I guess, sea there. The best urchins in the world are from there. Right? <laughs> if you, if you have, yeah, yeah, if you have passion for that. Passion for urchins. Yes, and so, <laughs> yeah, and so there, pretty much everybody fishes. It's kind of a way of life, and it's very seasonal. So recreationally, as a, though, or more recreationally, but oh. I think a lot of times, the concept of catch and release is. Um, a little silly there. Right. There, you catch and you keep and mm-hmm. you eat. So uh, a lot of people love seafood there and they go out as families. And so my a lot of my childhood memories are actually around fishing. And then when we came here, obviously, I'm preoccupied with other things. So fishing kind of almost completely, I would say, disappeared out of my life until sail kind of brought it along. And so that's how we started fishing together. I think at first it was definitely a learning curve for me. Uh, especially because we got married in the winter, and uh, so a lot of our fishing, fishing. Yeah, it was ice <laughs> fishing. <laughs> yeah, you know, with the auger and everything, just yeah. go in the middle of the night, and people are like, nothing "Are says, you crazy?" Nothing says newlywed, like right. out on the ice with the auger. <laughs> when it's like snowing crazy outside, right. we take take the G four on a four wheeler yeah. and just just driving with the places. You are serious? Like, you yeah. are serious? Um, and you recently entered a competition and did pretty well. I right? did. Yeah, it was uh, actually a charity event. Oh, so, yeah. but still, <clears throat> those fishermen. Uh, those are bass fishermen. They're like the legendary bass fishermen. Uh, if you like fish, there's a Gary Yamamoto, Roland Martin, and I got to fish with bass fishermen named James Nigamayer. They started out pretty slow, catching small ones, and then at the end, um, within 30 minutes, we hooked into like some giant fish. So you know, we call each other the Clutch Mans. <laughs> yeah. So are you competing against these guys, or are you fishing? Yeah, we competed against those guys. Okay. Yeah. It was like a half a day tournament. Nice for fun, but. Still, I took it seriously. <laughs> yeah, I could see. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even talking to you more about this, I almost feel like we have way too much expertise here uh, at the table 
for the homecoming fishing derby because this is a family-friendly event. I mean, mm-hmm. we wanted to, and there are fish in the pond. We have mm-hmm. verified, correct? Oh, yeah. There are fish oh, yeah. in the pond to be caught. Yes. What's the biggest one anybody has put I, out? I caught 17-pound carp in there. Tell us a little bit about the event we're going to have at homecoming. Uh, it's not just for super-seasoned fishermen no. or fisher people uh, like the two, <laughs> the two of you, uh, but, but what will the day hold for anybody coming to homecoming? So I think this event is going to be, as you said, very um, family-friendly. We had a Cast for Kids event hosted at the Cairn Pond, I believe, late April, early May. And uh, that was great. It was children with special needs and uh, their parents, their families, and everybody came out, have fun. For a lot of the parents, you know, they've never done fishing before. And I guess maybe never considered it as something that they could do together as, you know, great bonding time. But I think during that event, we saw a lot of great interaction between, you know, not just within families, but also among people just getting to know the community. So we realized how much of a how much of a great activity it is in general. So we think at the uh, fishing event uh, at homecoming, that's the kind of uh, atmosphere we'd like to achieve where, you know, we get to talk with people, but then also spend time fishing. And uh, there's definitely a chance of catching something. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not necessarily a um, trophy fish every single we're time. Gonna, we're going to try to put some big catfish in there. You've <laughs> been depositing some, right? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Some deposits right. have been made. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But well, there's definitely a lot of uh, enough, I would say, fish for especially the kids to catch and enjoy. That's great. Well, we're really excited and I'm really grateful to the two of you as students with as busy as you are with all of your work and all the other things you have going on in life and participating in that and helping to lead that. So thanks for being here with us for the podcast, Sale and Valera, and thanks alumni for listening. By the time you hear this, homecoming will be just a little, probably over a month away. So be sure to go to the website, cairn.edu slash homecoming and register for the fishing derby and see the full lineup of all the events we have happening during homecoming. There are quite a few. You know, each year the university provides literally millions of dollars in scholarship money to students, just like Valera and Sale. And a university education is expensive these days. And so if you're hearing their story and about their involvement, and you've not already, I'd like to encourage you also to go to visit cairn.edu give and make a gift. Perhaps you may even reflect on the help that you received when you were a student and pass that on helping another as you were helped during your time here. Thank you, alumni, for your giving and for listening. And stay tuned for Valera's Cairn 10. (laughs) Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we bring to you another Cairn 10 here, a quick rundown. Valera has been instructed specifically that she has just one second to respond to each of these questions. Right. We'll see what she does. (laughs) Who was your favorite professor at Cairn? Gary Schnicker. Which book did you read during your time that had the greatest impact on you? Water from a Deep Well. By Zitzer, I believe. What spot on campus will you remember the most fondly and why? Uh, The pond, because uh, passing it by all the time, going to the train, very nice. Which class rocked you most at the core? And you get a because on this one, but keep it relatively brief. Uh, Contemporary ethnic American literature, uh, because I really, it opened my eyes to a lot of the social issues, not just, I guess, outside, but also in my own life and uh, in the lives of my friends and people who were in the class. 
Who was your first roommate? Kate Monaghan. I love you, Kate. <laughs> what was your favorite non-academic related thing to do while you were a student here? Going to Denny's with Brianna Blair. I love you, Brianna. There's a discount, I understand, too. 20%. Yes, yes, okay, yes. Good, good. All the time. I've heard about that. Which food in the cafeteria was your go-to food? Rotisserie chicken. Can't go wrong with that. Favorite off-campus spot to go with friends? Denny's. Again. Again, Denny's. <laughs> and what will you miss, or, yeah, what, what will you miss the most about this place when you leave eventually? Christian education. And what is the one thing about Karen that you hope will never, ever change? I would say thinking for yourself, not what the culture dictates or what maybe some of the influential people around you dictate or ideologues, but what you believe is true based on scripture. Valera Parks, Karen 10. Thank you.